0: craft he crossed paths with were hardly of the conventional kind. I thought it was very peculiar that I couldn't find their tails, but assumed they were some type of jet plane. The more I observed these objects, the more upset I became, as I am accustomed and familiar with most all objects flying, whether I am close to the ground or at higher altitudes. The chain of these saucer-like objects was at least five miles long, I felt confident after I would land, there would be some explanation of what I saw. The flying saucer was duly born. As fascinating as the Arnold story was, and certainly still is, there is yet another early case that deserves our attention. It actually predates the events of June 24, 1947, by almost a year demonstrating that, just perhaps, the so-called modern era of ufology did not begin with Arnold, after all. While just as fascinating as Arnold's report, it is something else, too, downright horrific. It occurred in the Brazilian village of Arasari, Guama, and resulted in a death of beyond grisly proportions. The unfortunate victim was João Prestes Filu, a 44-year-old farmer, on the night of March fourth, 1946, his life came to a shocking and nightmarish end. At the time, Philu was walking to his home in the village of Arasari, Guama. As he approached the village, Philu, who had spent the day fishing on the Chete River, developed a feeling that we can all, at one time or another, relate to, that of being watched. Philu's suspicion proved to be right on target. On finally getting home, and still unable to shake off that weird sensation, Filu looked out a window and was suddenly bathed in a bright glow, or beam, his family later suggested, that emanated from some form of unknown object hovering in the dark skies above. So hot and bright was the powerful illumination, it forced Filu to mask his face and drop to the ground. As the light suddenly went out, Filu felt his skin grow warm, then hot, and very quickly scalding. Desperate for help, he staggered around the village, pleading for someone to take away the pain. Those family members who are still alive today remember Filu exhibiting severe burns to his face and upper body. Gruesomely, by the time that Filu was taken to the nearest hospital, his body was decomposing, piece by piece, even though he was still alive, as medic Arasi Gamide confirmed in 1974. After hours of agonizing pain, Filu died his body having literally melted away in gooey chunks in front of horrified and helpless doctors. Was it possibly the result of a terrible alien weapon? We may never know, although the reference to the unknown object in the sky is highly suggestive of a UFO component of the story. Of one thing we can be sure, however, the death of João Prestes Filou was very much an ominous sign of what was to come and what would continue up until the present day. Death from Above On June 21st, 1947, a deeply mysterious event occurred at Maury Island, Tacoma, Washington. It is a case that, close to 70 years after it occurred, still provokes major controversy in those circles where flying saucer enthusiasts gather. And that's hardly surprising, given that it revolved around nothing less than a malfunctioning UFO that practically exploded in midair the controversial deaths of a pair of military personnel, and the near death of one of the most famous figures in the history of the UFO subject. On the day in question, a man named Harold Dahl, who was under contract to salvage lumber from the Puget Sound Harbour, was out in the cold waters off Maury Island, along with half a dozen co-workers, his son, and his pet dog. Suddenly, and to their collective astonishment, they saw in the morning skies above— at a height estimated to be in the region of 2,000 feet, a squadron of what would soon become known as flying saucers, all of which displayed noticeable portholes and hollowed-out centers. Close encounters of the donut kind, one might be inclined to suggest. In total, they counted six craft. It was, however, the specific actions of just one of the six that really caught their collective attention. As father, son, and crew stared upward in amazed fashion, they could not fail to see that one of the vehicles was acting in a decidedly strange way. Unlike the other sources, this one seemed to be in trouble, big trouble. That became even more evident when the futuristic looking machine plunged violently, without warning, to a height of